Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode on Spotify and other platforms. Just like podcasts. I'm your host, and it's just me today. We're going to have a good time. It's 9.36 in the morning. It's good weather. I think it's 66 degrees outside this morning. I got my big mug of coffee, and we're going to get into it for a little bit. Now my recording dates are going to be a little off, but I had this weekend. It was a lot of fun, and I'm part of this Vietnam Living History group. And uh, it's kind of like Civil War reenacting. If you have ever heard about people doing that, it's just a little bit further in time. And actually, there's more of a timeline events than anything. So it goes back. I've seen Roman soldiers all the way up to what we do, which is the most recent for Vietnam. And honestly, it's one of the best experiences that I could ever have in my life. The The guys are great. It's authentic to the max that we can do there's a little bit of modern stuff but you know just like kind of keeping in contact with everybody making sure we're safe but for what the spectators see it's all authentic and it's great so anyway we had our event in indiana and we've actually had some really good news where the museum that they wanted to build has broken ground and they start building very very soon so I'm very excited for them. Hopefully they get the best of luck for that. And hopefully it's a very smooth building process. Because, you know, sometimes I'm I'm guilty of this where, let's be honest, the Michigan State Flower is the orange traffic cone. Uh, some things that happened was really fun. So we get to take off in the Huey helicopters. And fun thing about them is that they actually flew in Vietnam. One of them being in the Idrain Valley otherwise known as the Valley of Death. So this this bird had some history behind it, and it was very interesting and very cool to hear about it. So we're taking off, and they told us prior that they need to refuel. And that's okay. That's all right with us. We we're cool with it. So we're, riding, we're flying in the helicopter, and all of a sudden, we're like, oh, we have to turn. So the pilot banks this turn, and we go from sitting upright all of a sudden, whoop, to almost like this real sharp turn to where we're looking at the tree line. Now, to most people, that would be very, very scary. However, these pilots know exactly what they're going to do and the amount of time that they need to do it. So it was very precise. It seemed like us like a roller coaster ride where it just kind of flips you. It was really, really cool. And we're staring down at the tree line. And thankfully... Everything went smooth, we refueled, and we were all good to go. I do apologize, though, if there is a little bit of rattling. Uh, it looks like some one of my neighbors is getting some roofing done, which, honestly, that's a really good day for. It's not going to be too hot, and they're getting it done very early in the morning. And honestly, speaking of mornings, I've been getting up at about 7 o'clock each morning, just kind of by itself. And I'm actually happy about that, because for the longest time, I could not wake up early. And I've always, I've always been a morning person. I really have. And it's just been, with my former job, working nights, it's been really, really tough to me to get acclimated back to mornings. But now, shoot. Now I'm getting up. I'm happy. I get to make coffee before my day. It's a good day. Speaking of work, though, 
it always amazes me that for whatever people realize what we do now i work in a retail job for the me- for the meantime it always surprises me that people don't realize that i work there like i have my shirt on i have the uniform on but i always get that question like oh excuse do you work here it's like uh no actually i'm just volunteering thank you for asking but uh, if you want to work with somebody i'll i'll show you to it it's really really funny it's just it it always surprises me with that like i will be in the middle of moving something sweating bullets you know it's really really hot outside it's sweaty i got my work shirt on and they just go do you work here like uh yeah yeah i believe i do i'm getting paid right always cracks me up it's either that or you always get like the senior citizen that doesn't realize that everything is a little bit heavier now that they're older like my dad and i had to move this giant media cabinet to go into my aunt's house. And apparently, it's made out of solid oak. Like, this thing can take a bombing and still be okay. Like, this will be like with cockroaches, and this media center will still be after like a nuclear explosion. Like, this thing is sturdy as all get out. And it's really surprising the fact that people realize that things get heavier as time goes on. It really is cool. And so we're moving this thing and we're both a little bit like just trembling because prior to this, of course, we go to the gym and what do we do? What day is it? It's arm day and chest day figures. So it's we move this thing. We're sweating bullets. And then they tell us, yeah, these people wanted to move this on their own. And I'm like, I get old people strength. The fact that they look a little less strong than they what they really are. Like this thing is like a hundred pounds. Like I don't I don't understand why they think that they could just move this. And apparently it took the whole neighborhood to move it into my mom's car. And most of them, I guess she said that were engineers. Now there's nothing wrong with engineers. However, there is a slight gripe with me from what I can actually attain from engineers. And that gripe is they overthink everything from my personal experience like if you need to move something they'll stop they'll take a look well how is the easiest way to get this through a door into this person's car and here's my average joe uh recollection of this um you pick it up and you lift it into the car straight and simple Like, I don't understand why there's so much overthinking when it comes to something like this. Just pick up the thing, move the thing, get it through the door, into the car, and you're right as rain. You are right as rain when you do that. Anyway, I've been in school for the past, I would say, six months now. Six months, six or seven Almost done. We're almost graduated. I'm super happy that I made it this far. I've been the happiest I've ever been. And I get to share it with you guys. And it's for radio and TV production. Kind of makes sense, right? And we have had the best shows. And if you really want to check it out, 
uh, go to specsradio.com and there's a little listen live tab to where you can listen to it live on the air and see how these people really have progressed. And from my experience, it's the people that you don't work with often, you work the best with. You don't even have to like each other. And that's the weird thing. Most people that don't like each other can get it done and be perfectly fine. It's it's the most craziest phenomenon I've ever had to experience. Is And it's not even that you don't like the person. You just don't know them as well as some of your friends or family. So if you really think about it, it kind of makes sense. With your friends, you always want to talk, you want to riff, you want to have a good time, but also you want to make sure that you get this done. With someone you don't know, you just need to get that done and you do the best possible uh, actions that you really want to get it done with. And you have no distractions of, oh, I want to tell them this funny story, I want to tell them this funny story. It's just you. And it's awesome. So one of the things that we've had to do was uh, working on the radio, you have to post up to the vocals, which basically means that like the DJ will talk until the first vocals hit of each song that you need to do a break on. And it's been really, really fun. And we've been nailing it just top notch every single time. And it's just I can't believe that we've made it this far since we've had to do these kind of things. It's just it felt so good. And the fact that once we were done, we helped out the other guy and then we got out. It was awesome. Just bam, 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 done. It was fantastic. I could not believe that it went that smoothly with someone that we necessarily like didn't care for. And then it wasn't even like personally. It's just we didn't think we were going to flow with the person. And it was awesome. Uh, any other news? Apparently, I just pulled this up. Uh, some guy has been caught by the police of loitering, more or less, and you would think something would be weird. Well, apparently, this man had eight separate phones playing Pokemon Go at the same time. I had no idea that this was going to happen. I keep reading this story over and over, and I realize Pokemon Go ain't dead. You know, I remember when it first came out and there was just tons of people walking around which honestly let's be honest do you think this was this was a ploy for people to get off their butts and start walking around again because if it is it worked and if it you think that the first game to do this was pokemon go i would respectfully disagree with you because there was another one and it was god what was it it was some weird renaissance game that you had to find landmarks and it used the same system, the same GPS thing to do this. And it just got you walking around. That's all it did. And honestly, speaking of video games, I really wanted to get back into like those dog fighting games. Where you have a plane and you got that joystick and you fly around shooting stuff down in that. I just I always found those really, really cool. And I've been looking on Amazon for a joystick. And surprisingly, for the most basic one, it's not that bad. It's like maybe $35, give or take some. But like, I've stumbled upon this, that there is this crazy community of flight simulator people that have decked out their entire rig to like where you sit in a cockpit, more or less. 
Like they have the joystick with the two handles. They got the throttle and the rudders, which sit on your feet like gas and brake, except it turns the vehicle that you're flying. I'm like, how cool would this be if I had enough time and money to recreate this? I would think that would be the most awesome gaming experience that you could. It's almost like the arcade. And you could just like you can just imagine like, yeah, dude, that would be sick. And you would strap a VR headset to you so you can look around your point of view and you're flying, you're shooting stuff down, you're winning. Oh, it would just be so awesome. That actually reminds me. I used to we used to have this game and it was a very old computer game to where like I can't even remember what it was. But I all I remember is that you would be able to fly, fly a plane, take it off, land, all the basic stuff. However, what really got to me, why I remember this, is is when you crash, thus making it a game over. It would show you real pictures of like crashes, gravestones, all this stuff. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, this was, I had no idea it would make such an impact on me that I remember this 20 some years later. And it was just, it was crazy. It was absolutely nuts that they could get away with this. Now, I, I'm sure they would do like an artist rendition, but these were real photos of gravestones and plane crashes. I'm like, what? Jeez, oh, Pete's, what, what happened to this? It's like, it's not the fact that I don't like it. It was just very jarring as like a four-year-old playing this game that you would and crash and then up, dead. And it would play this ominous music too. And it was crazy. And that reminds me of the other time, and this was at my grandparents' house, they had this game. It was like a mishmash of all these like educational games, and it had a couple that I remember pretty fondly. There was one where it taught you how things orbited planets, whether it be a moon, asteroid, whatever, and showed you the gravitational poles. So you would do like a nice perfect circle one. You could do an elliptical one or uh, ellipses one where it kind of goes in an oval. But my favorite parts about it is that not only can you make it into orbit, you can send it out of orbit and it tells you why it sends out of orbit. It's a very educational game. But you could tweak them to where if you knock it out of orbit, you could send it crashing into the planet, thus being like kind of like Earth, I guess. And it was really, really cool. But it, it made this loud explosion on the planet. It just, and it's like, oh, you made it crash. You want to restart? Like, yes, please. It was really, really cool. Another one that I remember on that little game is it taught you musical instruments from around the world. But you had to match them. And this was before any smooth transition of sounds. So it's just very, very abrupt. And one of these was the didgeridoo from, I'm guessing it was Australia, is where it came from, if I'm, rem- if I'm remembering this right. And if you got it wrong, it would just start playing the sound again. So even if you're just like a pixel off, it was just... It was just crazy, crazy loud. 
and it would scare you. It was like trying to be educational, but it also like horrify you. And it's not a horrifying game. It was just the environment that we were in. And it had like, you know, banjo, saxophone, all these like staples. But just it was the weird ones that like were really, really creepy. And they always picked the most ominous tones when doing these. And I just cannot believe that they got away with this. And there was a few other ones. There was one where like you were able to create. I always created trees for some reason, but it just had like this waterfall effect. And it was really, really cool. I don't remember that one as much because it wasn't very jarring. But there was one that now I'm actually remembering kind of right now. And it was this fishing game. And there's been a lot of fishing games in the past. But this one was a top-down view of a man in a canoe. And it's just a commercial fishing game. It's nothing crazy. But it would help you out by exposing the shadows of the fish so you know where they were at and try and catch them and win the game and a lot of games do this i know like animal crossing did this or still does this and it's just been really really cool good concept instead of just blindly throwing your line in the like real life and it was this was an older game and depending on the shadow size was how hard the fish was going to catch and how big it was going to be So, and again, as like a five-year-old, four-year-old kid playing the game, whatever, having a good time, but it would always freak me out when I saw these huge shadows of fish and they would, and they swam freely. So it's not like they're static in the game, kind of rotating, whatever, going like to and fro. No, these fish would just creep up underneath your boat. And you had no idea why. You just saw this big shadow. And it would freak me out. It was so, so cool. Okay, so I just tried to take a look at this game. But uh, it turns out I can't find it. Oh, well. If I remember it, which I'm sure I will, about 3 a.m., we'll be all good. I just, I cannot believe that just like a little bit of an instance in that news story has wound me around to this i'm actually kind of happy about it now one of the games that we've used to play was uh diablo 2 and 1 which were really really kind of old classics everyone got a kick out of them and just they were really really fascinating to me i'm not sure why but it just when our computer broke for whatever reason god it could be amalgamated things that i remember it, it it was just it was so incredibly weird that game has such an impact on me and it wasn't even the fact that it was crazy it just it, it it reminds me of my childhood and when we stopped playing it for the longest time I had these weird dreams where I was in the game more or less and it just it freaked me out from days on end so I finally bought it again and I played it, and since then, dreams have stopped. How about that? That's pretty crazy, right? I think so. Whew. You know what? We're going to end it right there. It's about 20 minutes. That's a good episode starting off. And I'll have more guests on pretty, pretty soon. 
and it's about 20 minutes and I'd like to thank for all the support thick and thin no matter what and it's actually this podcast has been brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a free software that hosts your podcast and sends it out to multiple platforms that they approve of and you can make money starting off with minimum leader li- listenership excuse me all you got to do is go to anchor.fm or the anchor app on android and ios devices and you too can have a fun podcast experience easy podcast friendly audio music free of domain and you too can create one you can activate listener support all that good stuff and I've used it. It's a very good platform to uh, start off with. And it has been crazy, crazy successful. So if you want to, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app on Android and mobile devices. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a fun blast. I will see you all in the next one.